Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Welcome to On The Rock, God's unchanging word for changing times with Dr. Camille Majdali, Director of Teach All Nations Melbourne, Australia. Dr. Camille lived and studied in the Middle East, served as the principal of a leading Bible college and now travels the world teaching God's word. He has an extraordinary knowledge of the Bible and a dynamic ability to make God's truth come alive in a real, practical way. This episode of On The Rock will give you keys to survive and succeed in the days ahead by hearing and doing the words of Jesus. Our series is entitled, The Son of God, Understanding the Gospel of John, Part 2, a verse-by-verse audio commentary, part of the larger Understanding the Bible series. And the theme of John 21 is Peter Restored. It's a wonderful thing to see Jesus risen, appearing to his disciples, confirming them in the faith and preparing them to launch the greatest movement the earth has ever seen. That's the Christian church. And the influence of the Christian church over the last two millennia has been staggering. And it's only just the beginning. Our particular lesson here is called Jesus Appears the third time. Now, before I elaborate on this lesson, which is based on John 21, verses 1 to 8, remember that chapter 21 ultimately has to do with Jesus' grace and forgiveness of Peter. He denied Jesus three times, and he's going to confess his love for Jesus three times. This, of course, will happen later down the track in the next lesson. But for now, we have Jesus doing a very wonderful miracle. He tells, or shall we say, builds faith in his disciples that they're going to catch a lot of fish, just like he did at the beginning of his ministry. In Luke 5, it's going to happen now at the end of the earthly appearance, after the resurrection, that they're also going to have a big haul of fish. Very interesting context, because Jesus had clearly appeared to his disciples in Jerusalem. He's now going to appear to them again in Galilee. But why they want to go back fishing after they've seen the resurrected Christ is not clear. I have some deeper comments to make as we go along, but it's just something to ponder. Because they're back in Galilee, they're fishing almost as if they never were with Jesus during the time of his earthly ministry. But I do have a theory on this, which I'll happily share as we go along. But our lesson, Jesus appears the third time, is based on John 21, verses 1 to 8. Let's go from here, and let's read. Jesus asked them, Have you any meat? And they answered him, No. John 21, verse 6, And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. All right, what a wonderful miracle, although it's not even sort of in the signs that are included in John's Gospel, at least not on the official seven signs. Remember, as often the case, God does exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us, 
So I always believe Jesus does bonus miracles, and this is one of them. The other one is where they were on the Lake of Galilee in John 6. As soon as Jesus comes into the boat, they're immediately at the shore where they had first started, or at least at the shore, even though they had to travel probably six kilometers to get to the shore in the twinkling of an eye. So let's take a further look at this. Jesus is asking if they have any food. Have they caught any fish? They said no. And he says, cast your net on the right side of the ship and you're going to find fish. So they did what he asked and they ended up with a multitude of fishes. Please note that Jesus is very, very interested in the well-being of his followers. And that includes physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and eternal well-being. The good shepherd cares for it all. And so he wants them to have food to eat, and that's why he gave them the instructions he did. In the next lesson, we'll see that breakfast is ready, as Jesus already has fish cooking at the lake shore. So what else will we learn from all this? By appearing and giving them words of life, it's another proof that the Savior has risen indeed from the dead. Now let's begin to read the entire portion, John chapter 21, verses 1 to 8. Our lesson is called Jesus Appears the Third Time, based on John 21, verses 1 to 8. Let's listen to God's Word. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a-fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth, and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two hundred cubits, dragging the net with fishes. Our reading is from John chapter 21, verses 1 to 8, and our lesson is called Jesus Appears the Third Time. Well, Jesus is appearing the third time to his disciples, but instead of being in Jerusalem, he's going to be in familiar territory. Because now we have begun the final chapter of the Gospel of John, John 21, and the theme is Peter restored. Christ's passion is over. He has risen from the dead. He has now appeared twice to his disciples in Jerusalem. The first time was without Doubting Thomas, and the second appearance caused Doubting Thomas to become Believing 
Thomas. Apparently, Jesus did not appear and remain with his followers. Instead, he appeared, and then I think he disappeared, and there would be several days gap before the next appearance. In this case, the third appearance is not even going to be in Judea and Jerusalem. It will be back in familiar territory, the Galilee. And being familiar, the Sea of Galilee, or the Sea of Tiberias, is where they went fishing, which was their occupation before they became disciples of Jesus. Now, to be honest, it seems strange that Jesus appeared to them twice, but the encounter was not enough to revolutionize them, at least not yet. Instead, they returned to the old, the familiar, the comfortable, and what seemed to be safe. In other words, they went back fishing again, as if they had never followed Jesus all that time. Friend, if you ever want to smother a God-given vision, then do exactly what the disciples did here. It was a good idea to go fishing. I mean, I guess they were hungry. But was it really a God idea to go back and do what they did before they had entered the ministry? And if it's not a God idea, why are you doing it? Anyway, God is very wonderful of bringing needful correction to his people. So just go back to the familiar, the safe, the comfortable. That's how you smother the God-given vision. Apparently, it would take a few more visits for the penny to drop and the disciples to realize that their fishing days are over. It is now time to wait on God, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and instead of fishing for fish, it's time to start fishing for people, as Jesus commanded. Or remember his famous phrase, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So the backdrop of Jesus' third appearance would be what is called the Sea of Tiberias, known to the world really as the Sea of Galilee. Though Tiberias was the major lakeside city of Jesus' day, it was a mere footnote in John's Gospel. And there is the very, very strong possibility that Jesus never visited the city of that fox, Herod Antipas, known as Tiberias. Here is how Jesus appeared. And with that, we move to verse 2 of John 21. A group of disciples, and most of them are named, starting with Simon Peter, believing Thomas, Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and you should know by now who they are, James and John, and then two others unnamed. So there's seven in total going on this expedition. They're, first of all, gathered at the shore. But then Peter makes an announcement in John 21, verse 3. Peter appears to be the leader, as often the case, and he announces that he was going fishing. The response of the others is, hey, we will go fishing with you. So they entered into the boat. They were in that boat fishing all the night, and then they caught nothing. Remember, when you go for the good idea, the man-made, home-cooked good idea, rather than the waiting on God, led by the Holy Spirit, God idea, then you have every chance of the same result, catching nothing. Really, the only way to get a big catch is to listen to the words of Jesus. And that's exactly what's going to happen to the disciples. Because they're going to have Jesus 
or encounter Jesus in the morning. John 21, verse 4. When the morning had come, Jesus was standing on the shore. Now, amazingly, the disciples did not know it was Jesus. Here's a theory. If he had his head covered, as if he was going to prayer or what have you, then that would help explain to some extent why they didn't recognize him. Because I can tell you now, when people cover their heads and then uncover, you think you're looking at two different people. It's it's rather amazing how covering up the hair, especially, can keep you guessing when that head becomes uncovered, if it ever does in public. So they didn't know it was Jesus. But then the Lord makes an interesting statement. He says in John 21, verse 5, Children, have you any meat? And they answered him, No. Well, first of all, Jesus calls them children or friends, but actually the word is children, even though these are grown men. Now, the Greek word for children here in John 21, 5 is paedon. Paedon, which in this case is used, of course, metaphorically. Paedon actually does refer to children, normal children, but metaphorically, it can be a term of affection and endearment, like calling men lads. I haven't done that to anyone in English, but apparently some people do. Lads, or how you doing, young man, although you're speaking to a pensioner. It can also mean a person that is limited in their understanding of the things of God. 1 Corinthians 14.20 Whatever the reason is this, Jesus is not being patronizing. He's not being condescending. He's being, shall we say it, friendly, endearing. And obviously they took no offense at this term whatsoever. Word of faith. John 21, verse 6. Jesus gave the disciples, without them realizing it was him yet, clear instructions. Cast your net on the right side of the ship and you shall find fish. They complied immediately, and now their net was so full they had trouble hauling it in to the boat. Of interest, remember, at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, he told them where to fish, and they had a large catch. You can read that incident in Luke chapter 5, verses 4 to 10. That's Luke 5. Now, after his resurrection, he does exactly the same thing, and there is also a big catch of fish. He gives the word, let's call it the word of faith, which we preach, and they respond. Now, the fact that they responded to his word, rather than arguing and saying, we've fished all night and have caught nothing. No, they responded, as we always should do, the people of faith. When Jesus speaks, we should move. And when he tells us to jump, well, we ask him how high. No, we don't even do that. We just jump, all right? So then, it is the Lord. John 21 Verse 7, John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, told them, that, and especially Peter, that the man standing on the shore was no one less than the Lord Jesus himself. John recognized him before anyone else did. Part of the reason is John was a fervent follower of Jesus. Remember, he followed him to Caiaphas' house. He followed him to the cross. He followed him to the tomb. When you are such a devoted follower, your ability to recognize your leader, and in this case, our Lord, becomes all the more refined. 
When Peter heard that this was the Lord speaking, he took his fisherman's coat and wrapped it around him. Now it does say that he was naked, but Peter was not stark naked. He was merely stripped for work. Now that he knew it was the Lord, he gets dressed, and it says he jumped into the lake. Why did he jump into the lake? Well, you know, they weren't that far from the shore, but the heavy hull of fish in a very small boat meant that it moved more slowly than Peter would have liked. Peter wanted to be fully dressed, and he wanted to get to Jesus fast, so the fastest way for him was simply jump into the lake and swim towards the Lord, rather than for the ship to simply keep chugging along. But then we learn in our last verse, and that's John 21, verse 8, last verse for this lesson, the little ship. Everyone else came in the little ship, since they weren't that far from the shore, perhaps 90 meters, and they dragged the net with the fish in it. They didn't realize but they were about to have a cooked breakfast with the Lord. I mean, they hadn't even thought about it. They were so stunned by the haul of fish. And so this is the third time Jesus appears to his disciples, and they get a meal in the deal. So our lesson is called Jesus Appears the Third Time. What is our lesson for life? We learn from the post-resurrection appearances of Jesus that he is never far away from his disciples past and present. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.